0: 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Game over.
1: Welcome to Game Over Montreal. That was, uh, it was a game. It was a game. We're on a two-game win streak for Game Over because, uh, Game Over Toronto debuted last night to a lot of fanfare, and Leafs obviously won big. Uh, The Montreal Canadiens keeping the ball rolling by winning tonight. I'm going to bring in my guests right now, Alice Moran and Laura Saba. How are you, ladies? My pleasure to have you both back. I think this one will be as off the rails as last time, most likely, (laughs) because, hey, it's the second last one. Everybody tell us what you're drinking in the chat. Can you keep up with Alice? Is the question. <laughs> oh my goodness. Apparently the audio is not working for the guests. So I got to fix that. <laughs> oh my God. You'd think technical that I'm I'm the newbie because I'm the, t- the one that tef- with technical difficulties, but it should be working now. Uh, if you guys can just test it out here. Y'all, can
0: you hear us?
1: Yes. It's, it's coming through now. Don't worry, we didn't say anything interesting yet. Uh, Alice has been drinking since two. That's the main takeaway. (laughs) Nobody knows if that's a bit or not.
0: Nobody knows (laughs) if that's a joke or not now.
1: It's true. (laughs) I could just be lying. You don't know.
0: Yeah, make it up. Make up lies about me. I love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're going to do the rest of the show is make up the wildest lie. Well, we'll do that like two truths and one lie. But like you don't know who's saying the (laughs) truth. It could be Alice (laughs) lying. It could be one of us has a truth. Do we do that? <laughs> none
0: of us have any truths. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just made made all
1: up. lies.
0: <laughs> I'm crazy. Two truths and a lie. Oops, all lies. We're all deep fakes here.
1: Oh, my God. All right. So uh the Montreal Canadiens just needed to not get as many points as the Arizona Coyotes to finish last. <laughs> and Secure the best chances of getting that first overall pick. The fact is they still need one more point than the Coyotes. To end this season the last game of the year it's against the florida panthers even if the panthers are resting a bunch of players i don't think they're going to take them to overtime i'm assuming the coyotes lose their next game too they're tied right now the coyotes have all the tiebreakers the tank people are freaking out because <laughs> all of a sudden after a year of frankly to put it mildly sucking shit Jeff Petrie Mm. and Mike Hoffman showed up tonight and we're like, Hey, we're all stars. We're going to score for once. Now you guys don't need us to do it.
0: If you don't think I've seen Jeff Petrie show up to a tank, you don't know my life. (laughs) It's like the one night you needed them to be bad and they can't get anything. And you feel bad because they keep trying. They just they literally can't get anything right. It's so bad. Oh, sweet Jeff. Sweet Jeff just wants to do his best, and he knows what it's like to be in a tank. He's like, <laughs> what if I still have dreams? No, Jeff, you're not No allowed. dreams for
1: you. <laughs> you know what? I'll put a. I'll put a positive spin on it. The fact that Petrie is having, like, this little bit of a late-season renaissance, if the Canadians choose to trade him in, in the offseason, I think it'll be make, make it a lot easier because teams around the league can see, hey, Jeff Petrie is not this broken shell of a human that we saw for the first... 50 games this year where you know his fingers didn't heal properly from the playoffs and he hated his coach and his family was you know in the states away from him the whole time and his wife was on Instagram supporting the trucker convoy and it, it was a mess it was a mess it was a pit of Jeff despair Petrie.
0: that's a tough year
1: it is a tough year we've all had a tough year and Jeff Petrie is included in that
0: yes i just want nice things for him
1: of I like that he like scored explain. twice tonight
0: while I was watching. It's like when you run into an ex and they look great. And you're like, oh, man, <laughs> glad it's working out for you. I'm sorry. And- I'm sorry I was so shitty to you. I'm sorry it was <laughs> such a rough time for both of us. I wish things had been different, you know, but <laughs> we can't go back. Can't go uh, back, Jeff.
1: You know, Kenny Holland, trade for Jeff Petrie in the offseason.
0: No, Kenny Holland, don't do that because you guys will get too much. <laughs> Kenny it, shouldn't make any trades. No decisions.
1: It would be kind of great <laughs> if the Canadians got more from Edmonton to trade Petrie back there than Edmonton <laughs> got from Montreal to trade Petrie here for his entire prime.
0: <laughs> kind of great like it's not absolutely going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> kind of great. Just Just describing things that will happen in a matter of days.
1: yeah there's a bunch of people being like can we go back and trade Jeff Petrie now listen you know what if you can't be a little bit happy for Jeff Petrie going absolutely snipe twice in one game after the year that he's had let me like let me break it down for you a little bit uh for for the fans that really want the tank the difference between first and second in terms of chances of getting that first overall pick is five percent it's really not that much The main difference is if you finish, like, I I say first, first, last. If you finish 32nd, you can only pick as far down as third. And And I would just like
0: to say you're welcome for uh, breaking the draft.
1: Uh, (laughs) All the new rules because of the (laughs) order.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tanked so hard for so long that they're like, this can't be the system of, like, Edmonton gets the first overall, and then a couple years later when they're dead inside, gives them randomly to another team.
1: This is true, I mean,
0: I mean, I feel like it was t- pretty fair, but everyone <laughs> disagreed.
1: I mean, it took a while for Edmonton to hit on one. You know, like Hull was great, New just fine. Yeah. Yak should have been a lot better. Then I, you know, when it Yak takes so you're like to great get the franchise of my
0: life of being so sure that Yak's was going to save us.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> it was, and then that- being
0: like, oh. No
1: <laughs> The <laughs> overtime celly, right where he did the that love. is like
0: one of my Favorite like uh, that is one Of the only bright spots of that entire Decade of sad um, But hey and they're like hey congratulations on Getting through you know you guys were in a Stanley Cup final we were in a Stanley Cup final And then 10 years of sad so Congratulations for getting through year one That's good <laughs> nine years to go Babies <laughs> only. <laughs> oh no <laughs> pass the scotch <laughs> here you go <laughs> cheers it's i decided i process. wasn't gonna get drunk tonight because it was a weeknight and now i'm kind of regretting it because i'm staring down the barrel of nine years of suck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it doesn't really get that much better <laughs> <laughs> but Couple you, first like, round you exits. still go to the second round more often than the leaf, so you're like ah, at least we could talk shit about these books. <laughs>
1: Uh, Those yes.
0: fucks. Oh, mangy, you know, after the season you guys had, aren't you excited that in a week you're gonna get to watch the Leafs just throw up all over their own dicks in playoffs?
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> it's mean, an I, was, <laughs> I was talking about that last like earlier this week on my other show, and I was saying, like, this is actually the best time of the year, not just for teams who make the playoffs, but for fans of teams who didn't make the playoffs because the misery that you just experienced over 82 games of watching your team suck. 15 other teams, fan bases are about to experience that in a very compressed period. Because only yeah, one it, group gets to be happy every year. Everyone yeah. else. It sucks.
0: It's, it's just a misery. It's so sad. Last year, I was, I it was the first time I ever hang out with Cam Lewis from Oilers nation it was the last game uh, of the Oilers playoffs. And I, straight up got so drunk that I fell asleep until overtime needed to wake me up. And he's like, we're about to lose. And I was like, sick, what a cool first hang for us.
1: <laughs> oh man. I mean, and that brings it back to like looking back at the last time the Oilers did something in the playoffs when they went out against Anaheim. Does it feel any, did that feel any better than losing? No, it doesn't round? feel better. No. And you
0: know what? It's also like, I remember getting texts from friends being like, hey, Alice, I'm so sorry we got eliminated. Like, this is worse somehow. <laughs> like The pity of everyone else is like, fuck you, man, you didn't do shit. Wait, were you pitying me? Don't pity <laughs> me. It was also from an ex-boyfriend was the worst one. He's like, oh man, this must be really hard for you. And I said, like, you know what, shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really hard for me reading this text.
0: <laughs> Go talk to me. This is an excuse to text me at 2 a.m. <laughs> How dare That's you. The
1: new you up. Sorry, your team was eliminated. <laughs> you know what? I works see, in Toronto. Be like
0: I might be able to console this person be like, "Hey, you want me to come over and make you feel better?" And I'd be like, "No, I don't want to be disappointed for three minutes."
1: <laughs> disappointed twice in one night. Don't right? want it. Yeah, I'm. I don't I'm need seeing... that.
0: I have a womanizer. Now. I don't need that. At least the Oilers had the decency to drag it out for like two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. There's, they, they show up and it's not good But it lasts a while so at least maybe You know huh. Huh. Oh lord well that's real sad I guess is what we're getting to here
1: Yeah, There's a comment here he's posted it a couple times I have seen it uh, Jean Paul Murray uh, Andrew this summer you should revisit The Ice Level podcast recording from summer 2016 where you talked about the Bergevin regime And the Suban trade um, Do you have anything specific that you Remember that I said because I don't think i have access to those anymore those like it's that's six years ago and it was on a SoundCloud. and as soon as you stop paying for SoundCloud, they just stop hosting your shit so <laughs> i didn't keep any of the raw files from ice level uh if they exist at all they're at tsn690s like uh, computer <laughs> where robin flynn recorded them so if you have anything specific that you'd like me to talk about from that i will But I will say that my opinion on the trade has not changed that much. And I still think that it was a pretty big disaster. So uh, your fears about the direction the regime was heading. I mean,
0: I mean, at least you can take solace. And it was the second worst trade of the day. Yeah. Second worst trade in the same hour.
1: Yeah, definitely true. Yeah. And everyone thought that it was going to be just the one trade. It was going to be Subban for Hall. And I remember after the Hall trade, I was like, ah, see you Oilers idiots. You thought you were going to get Subban. He's not going anywhere. And then Kiprios was like, Subban, traded." I was like, Ugh. and then Bob McKenzie dunked on me on Twitter.
0: That's the worst part of the day.
1: It was. That's no, it was actually part. great. Because uh-huh. I was like making fun. I was during the season at some point, PSN was like, Over and over and over again, talking about like trade rumors involving PK Subban. And I was like, I think PSN's just like putting this out there for ratings. And I guess Bob clocked that and waited like six months to to, to crack me back. (laughs) And and then he immediately after he tweeted it jumped into my DMs. He's like, Hey, sorry, I just thought it was fair game. And I was like, 100% fair game, Bob. (laughs) I love.
0: I love when people are petty. I love messy bitches who love drama. This is amazing. Pettiness, like, honestly, and and Andrew, you know, I am an extremely petty person. (laughs) But that, like, I feel like that is, like, championship pettiness.
1: Oh, it was great. And the fact that it's Bob McKenzie who's, like, you know, favoriting that to save for later as if I have any influence whatsoever.
0: (laughs) That's amazing.
1: Yeah, that's my <sighs> claim to fame for the Bob father. Yeah, Bob father only dunks when he's going full posterizing. That's true, Scott. That's true. He doesn't he doesn't do like a soft layup. He's going to shatter the glass. And he did <sighs> on me and I appreciated it. And- I work
0: so hard to not be actively mean to, to anybody on Twitter. But the you know, my draft folder is full of some just it's <laughs> messy in there. It's messy and it's cruel and it's too far.
1: Apparently, I don't work that hard to not be mean to people, especially Ottawa Senators people.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Because
1: they're so easily rattled. My goodness. And
0: they don't get that you're doing it on purpose. They just get angry and they think you really like you care. That's the thing. It's like. They think he gives a shit about the Ottawa fucking senators. (laughs) Man, Ottawa doesn't care about the Ottawa senators. (laughs) Come on, man. Don't don't say that. (laughs) They're going to jump in your mentions and they won't leave you alone. They are the one fan base that was gifted the most beautiful gift of all time of that 30 Rock send psych up song and they don't constantly use it. What's wrong (laughs) with them? What? 30 Rock gave you so many bits. The only bit they did better for hockey was that Bruins beat where everyone was named Sean. (laughs) (laughs) But the Ottawa Senator Psych Up song, I'm like, I cannot believe this wasn't wholly embraced. If that was an Oilers thing, I'd use it constantly. Right? How dare they not use that 30 Rock bit? It's like the one time they were relevant. (laughs) And they can't even take advantage of it. They don't use the phrase make a hockey loving face at Scotiabank place constantly. You failed me, Ottawa. What's the (laughs) point of you?
1: I mean, that's very Ottawa to just not get it.
0: I used to tour a a show where I talked to the audience um, about sex and I went into the audience and I'd ask people like what their favorite thing about me. And like most people would say like eyes or hair. But Ottawa, the guys were just like, you look educated. Or a guy was like, "Oh, you got like a slight overbite that makes you more feminine." Like, just weird. Like, What are you saying, sir? Like everything they said, I was just like, "No, you've made you've ruined sex. I don't want to do the show anymore. This is canceled. <laughs> sex is canceled. Today is canceled, Ottawa.
1: Way to go, oh, Ottawa. Just,
0: unfortunately, the people I have dated have been from Ottawa, which is a problem." <laughs> We're gonna ask questions about that later, but that kind of actually it brings to light kind of I've been trying to figure out why they all think that Thomas Shabbat is hot. Now Thomas Shabbat is a fantastic defenseman, right? Yes. He is not hot. And then they put out a poll of like hot Ottawa senators. So then I went and I looked up each one of them in case I was misremembering. And there are zero hot senators. There's like a couple of passable ones, like like Forsberg maybe. But like, like, are they hot in like, the moment though? Is it like, do they like celebrate in a way where you're like, ooh, I wasn't into you, but now I got a talent crush? Like, is there, I don't know is... if I watch them enough to know, but I literally, I like was pouring through pictures yesterday and I was like, am I being gaslighted? <laughs> like, honestly, like, <laughs> just, like, what the hell? And there was like this huge debate and it was like, you know, Thomas Shabbat is like, listen, he seems like a perfectly fantastic player. I just, I don't see it. I don't see any of them being hot. And then there was like this whole like fierce debate about Brady Kachuk, and I'm like, listen, there is a hot Kachuk. <laughs> it is not Brady. Is it like when there's like like a lack of options? Like I don't know. Like in the improv community, I am excessively attractive, but for a regular person, I'm very regular. But in improv, holy shit, out of control. I wouldn't say that. I would oh say you're extremely in hot. Improv, In improv, everyone's a true dud. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I say about all my friends and colleagues.
1: (laughs) Everyone's got the Michael Scott thing going.
0: Yeah, you just got to be the most like you could just be the most attractive person in a room. So maybe that's what they're talking about. It's like who's the hottest of these relative to
1: Brady Kachuk is what you're saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which is like I want to say a low bar, but that seems mean, and also low doesn't seem low enough for me so <laughs> we're gonna get we're like we're gonna okay so here's the thing that happens is that you can like criticize their play or anything about them and even if the criticism is true you're gonna get accused of bullying them so right now there's a whole bunch of people getting ready to yell at us for bullying the ottawa senators for saying okay should we say some out. nice things about ottawa no like, sure what if we all try to say one nice thing about ottawa
1: okay what i've got one
0: one nice ottawa thing? go for it
1: the uh, El Camino taco bar. Great.
0: Okay. Um, I love that y'all go over the river to get messed up in Hull. I think that, like, <laughs> I know that y'all party. And you want to friend... party in the most messed up way for like a couple hours longer. <laughs> my nice thing is that my friend Steph lives there. Yeah. Those are our nice auto <laughs> <Ottawa> compliments, <things>. baby. <laughs> We're not very, mine was Hull. Mine think about Ottawa was Hull. So I don't know if it was quite.
1: <laughs> Perhaps not as nice as it may have seemed. Okay, speaking of not nice things, I'm going to bring us back to the hockey game for a second. Well, not quite yes. the hockey game, but uh, before the hockey game. You know, we talk a lot. Well, it has been a conversation over many years that the Canadians do so many, like, opening ceremonies, right? And like Canadians start time is always delayed because they're going to honor something every two games. And you also see people like Michael Farber talking about how like the Canadians understand ceremony and they do it right. And obviously we had the Gila Fleur thing in Montreal that was so amazing on Sunday. Then there's the New York Rangers tonight who <laughs> honored Guy lafleur and had a moment of silence that lasted three seconds i have never seen something so ill thought out and shabby as that and he played for them he played that's for the them
0: thing. it's like all the other like even the ottawa senator oh that's another nice thing we can say about the ottawa senators is that like they they truly paid they him did. enough of a tribute right they yeah did. and they were like you know in arenas or across the league people were doing cheering or moments of silence or whatever but like he didn't play for all of those teams. He did play for the New York Rangers, and Chris Kreider got more time than Guy Lafleur. <laughs>
1: like Lafleur. <laughs> Lafleur. Every time, that's that's worse than <clears throat> when people say Claude is Claude.
0: Oh, I do that sometimes, though. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I get corrected on it, but I do I I do sometimes like it's by default Claude Julien, Claude Giroux. I truly love the way Americans pronounce Montreal when they're like. Oh, the Montreal Canadiens. And you're, what happened in this sentence?
1: It's so true.
0: Where they got Mantry, I don't know, but it's so funny because they always say Montreal and they make fun of us for saying sorry, <laughs> even though there's an O in that word, not an A. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? <laughs> Montreal. Oh, I love when the Jays, anytime the Jays play in Montreal, they're like, ah, they're playing in Montreal this weekend. And they're like, oh, this is the worst. I can't, I can't listen to Blue Jays broadcast say Montreal one more time. It's too hard. <laughs> You'd think if it's Montreal, there'd be a whole lot more hotness here, but no. Like, but like, I, don't know, I would respect it if it was like they were trying to make it sound more French and they were trying to say like Montreal, but they were just like now, nah. and it was like if it was like that. I like, I would, I would understand, but I just don't know where they got Mantry. Like, I just don't know where it came from.
1: <laughs> the whole Montreal Canadians thing—they they really struggle with. It's either Montreal or they also say like Montreal, and it's never Canadians. It's Canadians and nobody English or French in Quebec says Canadians. It's not the way. No, because it they made
0: it sound very feminine, unless they're <laughs> talking about the defunct women. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yes. Who
0: yes. Who should have like? Let's be real. They should have won the cup. If they had won over Calgary, that league wouldn't have folded. But Calgary is a cursed garbage city, and that's <laughs> what
1: the... <laughs> You know what? You're not wrong. Yarmer Jager, ageless, perfect, dominant, goes to the Calgary Flames halfway through the season, retires. Yeah. There's something a there. A curse What's
0: of the, curse? the city. A curse of a nightmare town.
1: So by the <laughs> way, game over Calgary launches tomorrow.
0: <laughs> for real though right for real it does, real. <laughs> it does.
1: <laughs> and we're very well, excited to never, tell you that ever hosts.
0: ever guest on that their show I refuse <laughs> not that I've been asked but I'm I i sha not and I short
1: like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good point in the comments they have Dodger Toffoli now he brings vibes that's true that's true it, they have the Dr. Dr. No, and
0: Cat, we gotta the say, Cat. Cat Flames got mad when somebody wanted to hang out in, at a museum. They do not have bugs.
1: <laughs> they also stole no. vaccines from children. That too. <laughs> you remember that storyline? Yes. The, they jumped <laughs> the line for the flu vaccine over kids. <laughs> <laughs> Which, frankly, like, I, I get it because they travel all the time. But it's just such a bad.
0: It's a, look. It's a, bad, it's look. a bad look.
1: It's a horrible <laughs> look.
0: It's not good. Like I get it, but it's not good. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh,
1: Claude Martin Truly,
0: says <laughs> the ode to my Garfield. <laughs>
1: oh, you know. Claude just Martin says
0: Ottawa is your ode. <laughs> yeah. They're an Odie That's the yeah. nicest thing I can say about Ottawa They're just an Odie
1: I don't know I, I feel like Ottawa's is more of a normal I want to mail them away To
0: Abu Dhabi <laughs> that's Exactly
1: Although I feel like now that I know more about Abu Dhabi As an adult I'm like that's too nice of a place to Send the auto send <laughs> like,
0: like, The postage is so expensive Why Garfield why would you just <laughs> mail them like Toledo
1: Yeah exactly <laughs> Albuquerque or something I don't know <laughs> so Claude Martin says, Hey, are just letting you know, I've watched all your game over game overs for Montreal and I will watch the last one. Thank you, Claude. I really appreciate nice. that because in this hellacious season, if you've watched every single one of these, that means you've probably watched every single game and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thank you. and I'm sorry. I,
0: I, I honestly, I sympathize so hard with, with sucking. Like it feels <laughs> weird to not suck. And like, also now I'm watching the Jays and they don't suck. And for a very long time, my life was just a hellscape of sucking and everything was bad. And now do I don't know what that to th- do. Do you have that thing where you're like, things are too good and I'm suspicious that something's wrong? Because that was me last year when <laughs> in the Stanley Cup finals. And then I was right, they lost. <laughs> last night, uh, earlier today, I was like, hey, you guys want to go to the Jays tomorrow night? And my friend was like, Ooh, we're going to watch some Raptors. I'm like, oh yeah, the Raps. And I'm like, this too is too much good. There's, there's something, <laughs> this, something horrible is going to happen. Well, gonna people are a talking bus. about the
1: Raptors like they're going to reverse sweep for the first time because Billy's got some injuries and it's it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of good stuff going on right now in sports, just not here. Yeah, maybe
0: tough. the curse will hit Toronto. So like your That'd Oilers will escape you know it yeah, and it'll, it, it'll be a Toronto-centric
1: curse. You know what the worst thing is though, Laura? I can't cheer for that now cuz we la- we just launched a show there and I need it to be successful. So <laughs> I need <laughs> the Toronto. you <laughs> I need every Our Canadian Our
0: friendship. But <laughs> wait, but if Our you take fr- friendship. <laughs> Look, if you want something to be successful, it needs to be consistent. So I think the best thing for game over Toronto is um, misery and sadness. The consistency of the Toronto Maple Leafs.
1: Right. You raise a strong point, Alice,
0: Like, 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 like they like to say point. that you got a niche down if you want to become popular on social media. And I think the niche of the Leafs is um, vomiting on your own dick. which <laughs> You should you should do better. But then you just for some reason <laughs> don't. <laughs>
1: It's true. He <laughs> says, uh, Rock Smasher says, Steve Dangle's most viewed videos are all big Leafs losses. True.
0: That is it's the true. brand. My grandmother is, a uh, look, I don't want the, uh, in my heart, I love my grandmother so much. She's a massive Leafs fan. I don't want her to die sad. So I would be happy if the Leafs were okay. But every year, they're not. And she gets so mad and she screams about who f- messed up. And she starts the season being like, I love Mitch Marner. And then a playoff, she's like a lot of Scottish words. You wouldn't understand about what a fuck up he is. And like, I don't want that for her. She's so old. She's so old. Why would they do this to her?
1: I absolutely love the Mitch Marner cycle of Leafs fans where every year at the start of the year, they're mad at him for last year's playoffs because he didn't do anything. And then he starts the year and they're like oh actually you know what i'm falling back in love with mitch marner you know this year in the playoffs he's going to do it and then in like the last third of the year they're like you know what mitch marner might be better than austin matthews and then the playoffs start and they're like oh i fucking hate mitch marner that choking piece of shit and then the next season Oh, I'm still mad at Mitch Marner over the last... You know what? I'm falling in love with Mitch Marner again. And, oh, Mitch Marner, he's the playmaker. He makes Austin Matthews good every single year. It's amazing. Dare I say,
0: Mitch Marner is the Ross of Leafs. <laughs> what a Because you're solved. like, maybe this time, and then he's Ross. And you're like, Rachel, you shouldn't... You can do... Ba- oh, Ross is back. Why, Ross? But in a lot of ways, is the most compelling character because, you know, there's a lot of arguments to be made for Ross. So I understand why people get back on board with Ross. But in the end, Rachel should have been with Joey. And you're you hate women if you don't agree. I'll say it. or anyone else really. I was trying to think of all the all the guys she's dated, but like there there are a couple of duds in there. <laughs> Joey's probably the best one. Joey is probably the only person who loved Rachel as is wanted no changes and Ross was the most like how dare you have a job. <laughs> 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 how dare uh, you have a male coworker. <laughs> oh my god, I remember
1: that. That's so true.
0: So it was really like his, their fight was. She had a male coworker who she
1: got along with, and I am saying
0: that Mitch Martyr is boss. So,
1: for any Gen Zs watching, t- we're talking about Friends. It was a show no, back no, when no, people watched TV.
0: watch TV. Gen they? Zs have all seen Friends.
1: Do they look at it and think that it's like super problematic because it's New York City and there's zero non-white people? Because it's pretty weird when you look back at
0: it. it. I just know they've all watched it. And I think they like the fashion. I would say the weird homophobia that it keeps coming back to is super
1: intense. But also
0: I remember being like, it was the first time I ever saw lesbians on TV. So like that was pretty important for me as a kid.
1: Right. When Ross's wife leaves him for a girl, right? Yeah. For Susan.
0: And then they get married and they have fun hats at their wedding. And I was like, oh my (laughs) God. If I continue down the path I'm on, I gotta learn to wear hats. This is so difficult. <laughs> There's a hat. But here's the, like the thing that I just thought about it was like, is that why all of the shit that I threw out in like in the 90s is like back in fashion? Is because Gen Z is watching this? Like
1: Z is <laughs> watching Friends and that's why it's all back.
0: <laughs> that's why all the square toed sandals are back.
1: <laughs> oh God. Have you seen-, seen
0: Madden slippers that everybody has?
1: Have you seen the like thin eyebrows filter that's gone around TikTok and how a bunch of women are like maybe it's like don't do it no no don't do no, it
0: no it will no! take you seventy years to grow that back oh uh, to be young and so stupid and wearing a bucket hat
1: <laughs> the advantage of being the antithesis of style I never had a bucket hat but you know what I did have one of those ninety eight Nagano Olympics. Uh, backwards train conductor hat things like yeah the, yeah that were like black those wore them
0: front ways they look like a super mario cap yeah
1: <laughs> i had one of those i won it at and, like a talent show or something in grade six
0: what Four. was your talent
1: I, I don't even remember i think i read like a short story because it's grade six
0: and you i'm pretty sure
1: the e- i'm pretty sure the end of the short story was it was all a dream <laughs> I was real good okay?
0: I, okay I can't believe you're not a professional <laughs> Short story writer
1: With However, twists like that Like in the New Yorker Hey I grew up to be a writer
0: This is true You did I is- wish you ended more pieces with It was all a dream <laughs> <laughs> That's how you should end your rap with this half season I should- <laughs> <laughs> Of what happened last year Last year's Stanley Cup playoff was all the, <laughs> was dream. All the dream. That's what I was
1: going to say. <laughs> and then it they woke up name. and Shea Weber was gone and Phil Deneau was an L.A. King and Kerry Price ceased to exist for 74 games.
0: That is honestly an accurate description for you guys. of It was all a
1: dream. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. It all comes full circle. It's amazing.
0: My favorite let's is if it. you like take like a breakdown and do like an, a stati- statistical analysis of like let's say like Savard over the course of the year and then at the end you put and it was all a dream. <laughs> 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 Who was better under Ducharme and Martin? And it was all a dream. <laughs> <God. laughs> and get you? Ice? Yeah, I wanted
1: to get you. <laughs> there
0: you go. You got ice, baby.
1: <laughs> Second time I ever got drunk was on Schmirnoff Ice.
0: Are you I serious? mean, I keep, I, I've been doing a lot of creative icings lately, and now I have, that's all I have in my fridge from doing different bits with Smirnoff Ice. I'm like, I guess I gotta drink these or continue to do pranks. <laughs> but it's really hard to come up with a lot of creative ways to hide a Smirnoff Ice. Are they any good? The no, shiguri. they're so sweet and terrible. Yeah. Okay. It's so terrible. I don't want, I just, I can't waste things because I'm Scottish. <laughs> so but like, there's put- only so many times you can, like, put a Smirnoff Ice in a cake and your friends, like won't suspect that there's a smirnoff ice in there but at this point my friends know to not trust anything i bring to their house so what am i gonna do (laughs) this is true like i've got tons of beers and stuff that like i'll i'll like buy for whatever reason i'll Buy like a case of them or something, and then I'll try it and I'll hate it. So they'll just like sit in my fridge until somebody comes over and I can like pawn them off on people. Oh, not yes. me! My <laughs> fridge is too full, and I have to drink some of the weird stuff in there. And they're so <laughs> weird. I have an alcoholic brio in there. I don't know who brought that to my house. That actually doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> Regular Laura, brio, no, Laura. But... That is a cry for help. <laughs> <heard> <laughs> <laughs> An alcoholic out, I can't, can't argue with that. A, in a <laughs> oh my if God. you see someone drinking it, you need to say, hey, everyone's traumatized from the pandemic, but are you okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just hand them a card with the crisis line.
0: Yeah. And then you call and It's like somebody caught me drinking an alcoholic beer. That's why I'm calling. <laughs> like,
1: well, oh yeah, my I god, need oh need my god. Take let me you to the ER. Let me fast track you <laughs> to our elite service.
0: It was all a dream caused <laughs> by an alcoholic breather. <laughs> <health vendor. laughs> Oh, oh guys, God. what a fun season you guys have had full of so many highs and lows, but mostly lows.
1: Definitely. I think there mostly. might have been
0: like two highs.
1: There was like right when St. Louis took over.
0: Right. And then there was like Carey Price coming back, although he's dead now. Um, and then huh. <laughs> Cole Caulfield scoring 22 goals or 21 goals make Suzuki hitting 20 and 60. Like those are the highlights. And then everything else was bad. I don't think you guys will have quite the the dearth we had. I think you guys will bounce back faster due to a lack of true incompetence. Uh, but yeah, I think I think you guys will probably be better next
1: year. I, I think that's the hope they'll be decent, like not as many things will go wrong. I think that's the main thing that will yeah, be and better it was, right? uh,
0: And all systems fail. It's kind of like when it was like, maybe we're going to be better and I uh, think David probably got injured in his first season. And you're like, well, <laughs> here we go. That was the collarbone season, yeah, right? Baby.
1: Yep. The all collarbone
0: all the time, the Edmonton way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so somebody, Sarah says uh, Suzuki's the youngest had with a 60 point season since 1988. It's that's really awesome, but also shows really how, <laughs> how long the Canadians have gone without a true like offensive star, you know, uh, young kids. It's crazy how long they've gotten. They've had great defensemen. They've had great goalies, but they have failed consistently to develop forwards. So that's like the exciting thing about Cole, Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki is they actually are that good. It's something to then, build yeah. around. I feel like the advantage that Montreal has is it's not the, like, Hockey Canada brass running everything like in Edmonton. <laughs> like, that's how much, of Edmi- how much before, better would Edmonton be if they didn't have all of those old-timers who think that, like... Anything more complicated than plus minus is fake. It
0: feels like we're like, uh, it, it feels like you watch the movie Moneyball and Billy Bean comes out and was like, what if numbers? And I was like, fuck you, Billy. But at the end of the movie, they're like, hooray, numbers. <laughs> but it feels like we're look, the one team that's like, no, analytics are bullshit. You should look <laughs> at a player and just feel that they're good, like an avocado. <laughs> That is how we are assessing talent is like you going into a grocery store and just touching fruit and being like, is it right? <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know shit about dragon fruit. You're just going in and being like, I'm pretty sure I know what this is supposed to feel like.
1: Feels right.
0: <laughs> Feels, that's how you end up with Mike Smith. Oh, but you know what? I will. I know. What, I feel like Mike Smith has, I can't talk too much shit because he's been great this month. He's like a weird you know, he's the kind of man who's like, I don't give a shit. But then when he has to, he's like, "Now I give a shit.
1: Ooh, Arizona just tied the game against Dallas three three. So if they get one point, the Canadians can't finish above last place. How exciting. <laughs> this is what we're cheering for.
0: Hey, man, I have been here. I have been here. I was at the World Juniors with McDavid and I was like, oh, we have to suck so much shit to get that kid. <laughs> I don't want fucking Jack Eichel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that proved true. Yeah,
0: not that, No offense
1: to Jack Eichel, but like the gap between them at the time at the draft, it was like the gap between them. Might no, be I, argue,
0: I l- remember articles bit. going around being like, maybe the Oilers should take Eichel over McDavid. I was like, this is a, a psych out trick. You're not going to trick us. We know how to take a first round draft pick and squander them. Thank you. <laughs> That's our one. We don't thing. need any help.
1: <laughs> I wish we, we asked.
0: Had... We got a beautiful gift if we keep getting first round draft picks, but it's a monkey's paw curse where it always fucking ruins our lives. Oh, being oh, oh, alive is a vector.
1: Looks like if uh, it goes to OT between the Dallas Stars and the Coyotes, thanks to Rock's Smash, that also eliminates the Vegas Golden Knights. Which... All right. Honestly,
0: overtime. It is so funny that Jack and I go left for a team that he thought was 100% going to make playoff. Like, I, I don't want to wish the kid ill, but that's so funny.
1: It, it is incredible irony. And, like, I wish we had some broadcast rights so that I could, like, put up in the corner or something the Arizona game so we could all react to it live.
0: <laughs> um. Did I tell you about the movie my mom keeps asking me to write for her? Like I, I legitimately have a project on the go, but my mom is not interested because she wants me to write a movie where she complains so much about the Buffalo Sabers that they make her the coach. <laughs> and they have a video from like three years ago of her pitching it, and in it she keeps talking about this is aged poorly, about how she, about how Evander Kane is very hot. Uh,
1: oh no! But
0: then. <laughs> I was like, "Where do you rank Jack Eichel?" And she like, she's really trying to say a nice thing, and she's like, "I'm sure he's among the top 1,000 attractive players currently in the NHL." And I was like, "That's that's not a good ranking. That's not, that's that's bad. That's very bad." But anyway, my mom really wants me to write Coach Mom, a movie where players are nice to refs, and the refs are like, "You know what? Maybe you do get some penalties." <laughs> Because <laughs> you, you know, wrote us thank you notes after the game, and that made us feel good.
1: <laughs> thank this is you my mom's
0: true pitch, and I feel like the CBC might buy it.
1: Um. I mean, if they can make, like, 25 Airbud movies, and remember Most Valuable Primate? That was a hockey movie that actually got made. I'm sure Coach Mom can get made, and the players could have their really carefully planned, you know, brown bag lunches with notes from coach mom to encourage yeah. them before the Look, game
0: it writes itself the jokes are so stupid but also i can't believe i'm going to say this twice in one day i want you all to know i looked up what happened to airbud and tragically airbud did die of cancer <laughs> they've said that twice in one day how <laughs> Air Bud, Yeah. Airbud,
1: <laughs> rest in peace airbud
0: but no my yeah my mom really wants me to write coach mom a movie where she complains so hard that the Buffalo Sabres like it couldn't be worse. And honestly, watching the Buffalo Sabres, I actually don't think my mom could do a worse job coaching them. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would make them bake goods, and she would say, "I love you no matter what." And maybe some of them need that at this point. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, they're tr- they're trying to get us more off track in the chat. Tra- in the chat now, Leon is asking, "Who is the hottest player in the NHL?" We have to remove team affiliated biases here.
0: Oh. Okay. Who is like legitimately like pound for pound the sexiest, or whose energy makes me want to have sex with them the most? These are different questions. Okay. Let's let's uh, hottest. Let's start the first one. Let's do the pound? first one. Yeah. I mean, I might be biased here, but Leon Dreisidel is a snack. An absolute snack. Come on. <laughs> Ugh, there's a photo of him holding an owl where he's looking at the owl like, hey girl, and I'm like, I won't be that fucking owl. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ugh, how can his name be dry when he gets you that wet? Come on.
1: A good friend of the show, Ian Boaveris, asks that remember when people thought Eric Carlson was hot. That was weird. You know what? That
0: No, no, he- Eric Carlson also, I'd go for it.
1: He has a very pirates of the Caribbean vibe. Like the dirtier Um, he is, the better looking he is.
0: Can we, when this is, when this season is over for y'all, do you want to play NHL smash or pass where you just show me players and I'll tell you if I fucked them or not?
1: Of course. (laughs)
0: Look, I just did that with Simpsons characters and it got messy fast because look, I found out my number of smashes was really high.
1: (laughs) Ooh, another submission, Roman Yossi.
0: Ooh, you know what? That's going to be Mash. my pick because all of mine were biased. I was going to say Carrie Price, Josh Mash. Anderson, Ben Sherrod. <laughs> <laughs> Carey Price is a very attractive. I wouldn't pick him because he married and has children. Right. I think if we're taking that out, yeah, maybe Carey Price. Yes. There's a very funny picture of him from like, I can't remember what tournament they had him all over Toronto, but his eyes are hollow and dead inside. And I was like, Carey <laughs> just very funny of him. I don't know why he'd seen some shit in that photo, but yeah, was it the right World think, Cup? Like, obviously very attractive. I just don't think of him now that he has like children, right? But I yeah, no, so I it. don't want to be. I don't want to ruin his life <laughs> by being amazing. Um, <laughs> now, for talking, who would I sleep with just to like truly be a fucking piece of shit? <laughs> Y'all know the answer. Y'all know the answer to this question of who would I sleep with just so all of my friends consecutively a month were like, Alice, why did you do this? I'm so mad that you're telling me about this. Why are you telling, why are you Alice actively pursuing Brad Marchand out of hatred for all of us? <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> you know what though? Here. Okay. I have to just say something. He does have a little bit of an energy. I get it. He has an energy that I'm like, but he's not say, an attractive you man. You giving. No. Do I think this is a fun time? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> there's some. Do I, I don't think, know what it is, but there's some. I don't think he would pay for your Uber home. I think, at best case scenario, he puts you in an Uber pool, and you're like, "Whoa, what the fuck, man!" <laughs> <laughs> but I think it will be really funny, and I I have made this joke so many times. My friend Scott is a massive have fan, and we have a running joke that I marry. Brad Marchand, and he stands up at my wedding. When does anyone have any reason to object? And he yells for like a hundred minutes straight, just nonstop (laughs) yells until he is forced, and only then is the priest allowed to finish the service. And honestly, that is my ideal wedding: that all my friends stand up and scream everything they're mad about, and then then they sit down, and I'm like, now I'm allowed. (laughs) It's over now. It's like an airing of grievances. But yeah, no, I would, I would, yeah. No, definitely not but I, I get the energy but no <laughs> just for like the hate of it you're like it might be fun just for like the the anger the getting it out i'd pick a toronto maple leaf because i feel like <laughs> i like, gun to my head i could probably bang a flame just to be like i want another joke i have Matthew so check. Is if i yes, sleep absolutely. with people i steal their energy uh, because oh. I'm more successful than all of my exes. So my one of my friends has begged me to never sleep with the Toronto Maple Leaf. And I'm like, you can't stop me from stealing the powers of anybody via <laughs> fucking them. If I want to, <laughs> I shall. I'm gonna make a list and send it to you. <laughs> I feel like if I was in like t- I, was- <laughs> I feel like 22 year old Alice could probably get through the list, but where I'm at now, probably not. I no. passed my prime. Maybe just the good ones, like just the best players. I know. I don't think I can get those. I don't think I can pull that anymore. The best I can pull you is like the third stringers you're worried about. But the the top line, I think those years where top line. Alice could pull those. They're gone.
1: Alice can ruin Ilya Mikheyev. Yes. There you go. I could. I
0: would for you. I know where (laughs) they stay when they're in Toronto. I know where out of town Tatum stay. Uh, it's because a friend of mine earlier this year was like, "How do I get back in my boyfriend? He loves the least." I was like, "Oh, I know where the our tab Tuesday. You should fuck a Bruin. That's what I would do if I were you." That's and then that's that's been a goal of hers all season, and
1: yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Revenge right. is very
0: fun. It is. It is fun. I love petty.
1: Petty is what makes this circle. whole app work. Well, I'm talking about Twitter, but also this. <laughs> Headiness is wonderful. We have to embrace it. Oh my goodness. Uh, Somebody asked about Matthew Kachuk, Alice.
0: I would never. Honestly, how dare you? How (laughs) dare you? First of all, gross. Second of all, gross. Um, Third of all, I don't want HPV. (laughs) (laughs) Is that (laughs) Slyther? But like, uh, let's be real. If you fuck any player, you'll probably get HPV.
1: <laughs> this yes, professional athletes. They uh, I
0: should have got the shot. They when get I was around. Younger. I wasn't concerned enough about. But I, you know what? Uh, listen to everybody. Get a vaccine when you can.
1: <sighs> Under three minutes left in Coyotes stars. The Coyotes would need Are to win. Still tied? For the Canadian, yeah, they're still tied. The Coyotes would need to win to actually force Montreal into. Uh, Last place, even if the Canadians won against uh, Florida, yeah.
0: I am. Um, I really want to go see a game in the Coyotes' new space next year. It only costs like two thousand dollars. Ticket? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those prices? Yeah, they're wild because it's so tiny. Insane. But it seems like it would be such a weird vibe. Like, yeah, even sure. like the Sabers are in a like a, an oddly small arena, and every time I've been to a game there, it's a vibe because it's smaller and. I kind of, I feel like it feels more like the hockey of our childhoods.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, like, I oh, don't you're...
0: know if Scott is still watching, but he can say in the comments the, his experience at a Buffalo game. It was freaking hilarious. I, okay. um, I don't know if he's still there, though. I was at a Buffalo game not too long ago. like I mean, pre-pandemic with my older brother. My older brother is bigger than me in many, many ways. He's huge compared to me. And we're both wearing Oilers jerseys. And a guy comes up and tries to fight me. And like really physically aggressive, and my brother froze because he was just like he was just so shocked about the like this guy being like the I'm audacity. Small woman, and I think it was the first time he was like, "Hey, are men aggressive to women?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah." And he was like, "I never seen he'd never seen it in real life before." But he was also just like we were just walking away from that interaction where like I just like demolished this person emotionally when he got physical with me. My brother's walking away, and he's being like. I don't know, I, I just feel like I'm a big guy and if he wanted to actually get in a fight, he would have picked me but he clearly picked a small person but I was like, wow, everything you're saying hurts my feelings but yeah, sure <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a huge guy trying to. and then the the time before that I, was, I went, went with my friend who's a big uh, Canucks fan to a Canucks um, uh, Sabres game and the Saber, we were at a bar afterwards and a guy came up and was like, hey, are you guys Canadians? Because he's wearing a Canucks jersey and we're like, yeah, he's like you guys didn't serve in Afghanistan. And we were like, what the fuck? That's okay. not true. <laughs> that's not even true. I got so immediately too riled up. And I was like, that's not accurate. We were there, but not in Iraq. Cause that was a bullshit war, man. <laughs> Just too political, too <laughs> immediately, too involved. to like a hold me back situation. Anyway, don't take me to games. Cause I get in fights, I guess.
1: <laughs> I mean, the Buffalo crowds get rowdy. I know Scott has had some trouble there as well where people get too aggressive, but uh, yeah, I don't know what the crowd's gonna be like in Arizona, because I feel like that small arena can foster, like, a really crazy environment, but the prices are so high, that I'm like, you're not getting college kids for 600 plus a ticket. You're probably no, not gonna sell it. That's, any. like,
0: Leafs money, baby.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, Leafs, like, lower bowl. It's so dumb. I don't understand... I'm like, (sighs) I find the whole situation super embarrassing for the NHL. (laughs) Like, I think it's awful that the NHLPA isn't allowed to, like, grieve that decision. They have no control over it. Personally, no bias. I swear, swear, no bias. I think that the Arizona Coyotes should be removed from the lottery neck because I do not want Connor Bedard to go play in an arena this smaller than the shithole arena he plays in in Regina.
0: It's also, but it's also just, like, truly bullshit that, like, uh, Quebec City doesn't have a team, uh, Halifax doesn't have a team, Hamilton doesn't have a team, and this bullshit is allowed to happen. Like, honestly, truly, uh, fuck the Sabres. Hamilton
1: should have a team. They should. <laughs> Dog out of Arizona, she's like, fuck you, Sabres. <laughs> it's just <straight> <laughs> <to> it.
0: Like, <laughs> Hamilton look, deserves a team so badly, and also look as much as I, oilers would be number one but if there was a team that was just there to agitate the least, i would fucking 100 percent love them so hard
1: oh yeah that's why i the wanted the whole to
0: hamilton to just get drunk so drunk on the train ride out show up to the game obliterated cheer for this bullshit team that's going to be garbage for so long
1: Oh, I was but anytime really they hoping... win, it
0: would be such a like a euphoria of being like this is an underdog an underdog garbage team that shouldn't ever win. If New York can have two teams, surely the greater Toronto area has like enough for two teams.
1: 100%. I was really hoping when they built that arena in Markham that they would put like an expansion franchise or something there and they'd just be absolute garbage to start out and then win around before the league.
0: Yeah. That's what I really want is like a new Greater Toronto Area team to come up and win a round before the Leafs. That's the funniest possible outcome for all of us.
1: It'd be too good. Just imagine the the LFR Steve would have to do. You know, <laughs> you know that he's not getting away. Working at Sportsnet, he won't be able to cover just the Leafs anymore. He's gonna have to cover this new team he doesn't give a shit about. And we like, hey Steve, you should do uh, like keep your LFRs on your own YouTube channel, but we're gonna need you to okay. do. Uh, like, they're going to be called I like the L name to
0: Lucifer. I swear this to Lucifer. If Toronto gets a second team at any point, I will do at least one season where I do reaction videos for every single game.
1: Okay. Yes. We need it.
0: Just to be like a real piece of shit. Honestly, <laughs> I will always be on the side of chaos and fuckery. And. Look, I think we could all agree. If there was a second Toronto team, we would all immediately love them just based on the fact that they're not the Leafs. And it's really funny. Just like I don't like the Toronto Maple Leafs, but I love the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Independent Baseball League uh, baseball team who had the name first. They are my favorite baseball team. <laughs> they constantly lose to the Barry Baycats. Barry is the New York Yankees of the IBL. But sometimes the Leafs are decent, and what a treat for us when they're fine. They have the worst facility in the entire league. They are kings of a dumpster, and I love them.
1: Arizona Dallas goes to OT, which means Vegas is eliminated. So, Jack Eichel, still no playoffs. The $100 million <laughs> roster in Vegas, no playoffs. You know what the lesson should be? Because all those people who were fretting about teams like weaponizing LTIR to try to make the playoffs with like these stacked rosters. Yeah, Vegas 100% did that, and look what happened. Not everybody can be the Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: Not everybody can be a city full of grandmas desperate to win. (laughs) Who have come down from Canada... After a long drought of no cups and just go, I'm going to go to Florida where I have a chance to have a team love me. Florida is where every grandma who has has the courage to give up on the Leafs goes.
1: And then they go down to Tampa and they find a team that has the exact same jersey with a different logo on it. Is they 100 percent? Flat out lifted the Leafs jersey. We're like, what if we put a Lightning? The Tampa
0: Bay Lightning is a team for all of our grandmothers to be like, I give up. Just let me be happy now. (laughs) (laughs) You'll know a really messed up story about my life. A true story. Honestly, this is a messed up story. But if one of my brothers had been good at hockey, we'd have an amazing war. Um, My parents, my grandparents, One of them was Protestant. One of them was uh, Catholic. And so when they got married, it was kind of a scandal at the time they got married. So they could no longer go to football matches together because, you know, Ranger Celtic, pretty, 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 pretty big Catholic Protestant divide. So they got really into hockey in Scotland. They fell in love with a team called the Paisley Pirates. And when they decided to immigrate, they uh, they decided to go to where the best hockey team in the world was. And then that team proceeded to never win again. Um, Now, if those people had had a son who had had been good at hockey, that would have been great lore. If even him, their son had had a son. My my parents had three brothers and they desperately wanted one of them to be good at hockey. Because imagine the lore of like, this kid came for the greatest hockey team in the world and then they suck shit there for like 40 years. But then this kid came and was a savior. No, my brother's all too short. (laughs) Except for Tommy, it's not really his fault because he was just a December baby. So he plays amateur hockey down in uh, Australia on the side of being a doctor. But imagine one of my brothers had grown up to play hockey and it was like, and I will bring the cup back to Toronto. That'd be a hype story that we'd all be all like, that's a good lore. But instead, they all suck shit. So, sorry, Toronto. <laughs> my family cursed you?
1: I mean, but thank a you lot, I to different the say, family.
0: If my grandfather hadn't immigrated here, my, my dad wouldn't have been here and he wouldn't have met my mom. So I only exist because of the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is the fucked up part of my life. <laughs> it's the only reason I exist. And yet I hate them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We we've been asked off topic, but can we talk about how shitty Peter DeBoer is? I mean, good point by Scott that he got out coached by Dom Ducharme in the playoffs last year. That's pretty bad. But also, I mean, he pissed off his goalie enough while the goalie was injured that the goalie just pieced out and was like, "I'm getting season ending surgery now <laughs> in a playoff race."
0: <laughs> <laughs> we love Petty. We love Petty and Messy.
1: Yeah, and Robin Leonard is definitely both of those.
0: I feel like if Batman was better at his job, he would know that like part of what makes a sport good is like the drama. Because I feel like he like doesn't enjoy like, he's like, I want everything to go exactly correctly, but then also not in a not fun way. And I'm like, no, you should really want players to be a bit messier. So there's a bit more of a who is a hero, who is a villain drama to this. Like the way we feel in other sports.
1: Oh, the Coyotes just won. Travis Boyd scores in overtime. The Montreal Canadiens finish 32nd. The first team in NHL history to finish 32nd.
0: <laughs> Can I say, I feel like I gifted you guys this by being here as an Oilers fan of being like, hello, I'm here to witness a true low. <laughs> a low. <that laughs> feel as a victory is an oiler's ass time
1: <laughs> you got it you got it this is the thing though alice can you join us on may 10th for the lottery so that you can give us that oiler's luck
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly opinion? if you want my vibe of being a lottery fucking mess you bet <laughs> i will show up if you guys want to like look if you want, I'll come to Montreal just to get messy about it.
1: Like, let's go. <laughs> let's <laughs> that'd be do so good. Oh, my God. That'd be so much fun.
0: I was genuinely like a friend of mine drove up to Montreal for playoffs last year and didn't tell me until he was in Montreal. I was like, I would have come like, why <laughs> didn't you? I would have. He's like, oh, yeah, it would have been cool to have a girl in this mix. I'm like, yeah, it's weird that you don't have any women in your whole crew. I would have loved to have been a messy bitch who loves drama. It's my favorite thing. I love brunch in Montreal. It's the best brunch city I know. (laughs) Come on. It's true. It's a good brunch place. And I, like, it, oh my gosh, this year might be regular. Can I go to Just Relax Festival this year and get messed up? Because that's my favorite thing. This would be a true. back July 13th i the amount of times <laughs> i've been a horrific mess at jfl as evidenced <laughs> by victor on my wall behind me um oh my god what a festival y'all you should absolutely come for that though oh y'all what a time one time i was in la belle provence at like 2 a.m and the guy making my poutine was like hitting on me and in a way he was like because i was working over something and he was like oh you he was, like, talking shit, and he was, like, oh, you—we was talking, so said something about David, and we're, like, oh, this is really fun, and then he just starts swearing, I was, like, what? And they turned around, wasn't mad at me. Some guy had just whipped it out and was jerking off at us <laughs> talking. <sighs> and I was, like, yeah, La Belle Provence at 2am. <laughs> this is 100% correct. <laughs> is it the one down there, like, near where the, all the JFL things are? Uh, is it's, it's the, the one, one by uh, uh, the St. Cat's. Theater. okay on Saint Laurent so I was like yeah okay yeah, I and mean, then the next the day or Saint Denis a, a car had crashed through the front window of that exactly <laughs> about vault and was <laughs> somebody like, was really mad about that guy jerking off <laughs> <laughs> apparently it was only shortly after I had been there and I was like yeah you know what this is my favorite vibe of a city of all time Montreal everybody just... is way too messy
1: Montreal's got that vibe like uh, Laura, do you remember when Lars Eller scored his four goals against Winnipeg and somebody threw a dildo on the ice? Mm-hmm. Like on top of the hat trick, they were like this too. <laughs> like, and I was like, like Why do yeah, you have
0: like, that there? <laughs> right, <laughs> like at a hockey game. Like that's the thing. Is like I want to know why you had the dildo at the hockey game. It was a big I have purple said this sucker. Before, and I will say it again. If like we all know on our hearts, if our team folded, who our next team would be. And I'm like. For me, I know who would be Montreal but because I can't be a least fan. Like, I legitimately tried when I moved here to love them. Like, no, it's Montreal. It has a similar vibe of what if everything was too intense and a bit messy? (laughs) That's the right vibe, baby. It can't be a bunch of business guys have all the good seats and there's no soul or heart because all of that belongs to the Raps and the Jays. Plus, you can't be a Canucks fan. No, no. I can never be a Canucks fan, I can't be a Flames fan, and Winnipeg is sad, and I forgot Ottawa existed. So <laughs> Montreal wins by default. <laughs> yeah, baby default here. the sweetest default.
1: <laughs> Sniff Steve just got here and they're talking about dildos. Listen, it has a hockey context. We're talking about when Marzellas <laughs> yeah, scored of the four few goals.
0: That wasn't off topic. That was yeah. on topic.
1: <laughs> Everything is adjacent at the very least. Uh, Martin St. Louis with a great quote tonight from uh, CJJ Duggan here in the chat says, I was joking because I've beaten all the X teams I've played for, or we've beaten all the X teams I've played for, uh, beat Calgary in Calgary, beat Tampa, now New York. I wish I'd played on more teams. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I think his <laughs> fans right now are kind of happy that you didn't, Marty. <laughs> there was so many people... <laughs> They were losing it every at the day.
0: possibility of not coming 30. Like you were going to be 31st, not 32nd. And people were like, it was a national crisis in the province. Like,
1: <laughs> Oh, they just need, oh, man, need one just, win out of this season. Right. They just, they need that lottery win. There's like the hope that's there for, from Marty St. Louis and Jeff Gordon and Kent Hughes, but they need that piece. That actually and like now that your water win,
0: it makes like the Jack Petrie be having a fun tear tonight actually fun because you're like, hey, maybe there's actually hope for this team next year. And I have been a fool like that at the end of the season. Players do a good thing, and you're like maybe next year won't we'll be this, and you have this nice summer where you have hope and then it's october and you're immediately like what if i killed myself that would solve this problem i live where you guys are and you're in the best part of this roller coaster so enjoy (laughs) it enjoy it so hard because it's going to be like november 15th and you're going to be like man you know what would be cool a rope (laughs) Anyway, this is a smeared off ice drunk at this point, telling everybody to kill themselves. That's well, the best option <laughs> at this point. are so many letters, Andrew. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I it's have okay. just been I can on year one of 10 of this exact track you're on.
1: Uh, How jammed <laughs> up
0: would people be? Sorry.
1: A legitimate question here. Uh, if we win the right sweepstakes, uh, speaking of the Montreal Canadiens, would they be excluded from the bedard sweepstakes under the new rules no uh you can win twice in a row but after the second time if you win twice in a row you are like you can't go higher than second in the next one i so oh, i'm
0: so glad we broke the draft <laughs> it's so good i love being the city that did that <laughs> especially because this has led to like chaos where we get higher draft picks than we should have Which is the funniest part of being like, we're going to fix the draft so that Edmonton does a good, good shit. We're like, guess what? We're a cursed city. (laughs) I
1: I guess it's a little bit better than the New York Rangers who got like moved up in the draft big time twice. And both the players they picked have just been absolute flops. Like Lafreniere is getting there a little bit, but Capocaco was playing tonight and I was like, I forgot he existed. Second overall, <laughs> like who, I forgot Cabo Caco existed.
0: Okay. But also I need you to know that I only recently found out that Sean Avery and I have the same agent as uh, actors.
1: What? As actors? And I'm trying to figure
0: out what to do with this information. <laughs> because I feel like I have to do something about this.
1: I don't, know. I don't know though i don't know what it could be i feel like my the only thing that i can think of that sean avery was doing recently was like when he was harassing street people about peeing on the sidewalk and it's like dude just oh leave God. them alone <laughs>
0: that's amazing wasn't he in something recently though i feel like
1: i think was he, of- he was in
0: a tv show like um uh, kevin can go fuck himself or some. Was it that? Oh or? yes, something like that. It was it was definitely like he was in something. And I was just he has like, definitely oh, trying to be an athlete who transitions, which is really like I I honestly I truly have nothing but respect. Also, I was in an acting class a couple of years ago with um Rich Clune, who is the captain That's of really. the Marlies. Um, and uh, it was a Meisner class. I don't know if you know anything about the Meisner acting method, but it's like reacting to the other person and like in the early stages of that women cry and men yell um (laughs) and i don't know if i've ever had a truer reaction in any scene of like oh no this person who i've seen beat the shit out of people is mad at me i have to change what's going on in this (laughs) i need this person to like me harder than i've ever like you can tell by my whole energy my whole vibe is i need everyone to like me so bad all the time <laughs> or i'm gonna fucking melt down because i'm a dead clown on the inside so anybody disliking me let alone a man who i've seen just be he, he's too powerful anyway <laughs> the greatest acting partner i've ever had Rich i love him <laughs> what a prince of men <laughs>
1: i've heard good things about rich clune and also he's that he is absolutely jack
0: i have no i have no mean things to say about him he is a prince he's very he i never want to do mad at me and am like this person can't be mad at me he can't be mad at me i need this person to like me more than i've ever needed love in my whole life um but he's a prince and i i love him so much
1: oh my god mark carvalho is uh trying to light things on fire here Says, How much does Alice hate Matt Kachuk? If you could get the Oilers to go back and draft him instead of Pouliarvi, would you do it?
0: I love Jesse Pouliarvi so much. Even if if he never has higher numbers, I feel like the positive energy he has brought in dark moments uh, is worth more to me. Um, (laughs) Also, I have a strong no-fuck-boys policy, so...
1: She says after talking about Brad Marchand,
0: <laughs> "Yo, yo, yo! There are fuck boys, and then there are fuck kings. I don't know what to tell you, Andrew."
1: <laughs> I mean, Maddie Kachuk, one hundred and two points this year.
0: I don't care. Like, he's a fuck boy. Like uh, he also does not wash his face.
1: He doesn't. He Is does that a not. Thing? Have
0: you seen his he's face? Also, he needs. He's seven. like turtle. Honestly, I have. looked <laughs> at someone. Who gets up every day of the week to go kickboxing? I have no respect for anyone who doesn't answer the bell. I am ready to answer the bell. The only t- <laughs> this is a horrible story. But One time I got jumped in an alley and a guy like uh, tried to do a horrible thing to me. And I busted that dude's nose because you yes. know what? I answered the goddamn bell. Yes. I zero respect for someone whose job is to answer the bell. Who does it?
1: Is that Get before in. or after you started taking kickboxing?
0: That was before. Oh, this wow. Was like, I you was got like, lucky then. I only, knew, I only knew like basic weird backroom fight things I learned from living in Red Deer, Alberta. And I was <laughs> like, oh, what do I do? I punched this guy. He ran off because he didn't expect it. And then I didn't know what to do. So I just yelled, you're a coward and you're going to die alone because no women could ever love any coward. Um, <laughs> this is the truth that yeah. I you know. It is in a court record because when he got caught and he like pled out, like I was one of the was like, I very specifically remember this girl took her shoe off and whipped it at me and yelled that I was a coward. I was like, that <laughs> is me. <laughs> yes.
1: I'm Is he trying to play who for hit sympathy?
0: You in the and called you a coward. <laughs> I'm the woman who got attacked and yelled, "Why don't you come back here and fight me like a man?" Oh god! Because I be lived tomorrow. in Red Deer too much for a person to live in Red Deer.
1: <laughs> oh my god! All right. we could keep going but let's let's wrap it up there because we're we've gone a long time and i don't want to keep you guys forever i really appreciate you both coming on here tonight uh
0: what a delight i hope any of this was what anybody in chat wanted
1: i think so i people have kept with us the whole time it's been over an hour we've done pretty decent so i really enjoyed it (laughs) Yeah, I, I had fun. Have, I, have a
0: great time. I
1: <laughs> promised it would be unruly chaos tonight. It's the second last game of the season. I want to have fun. On Friday night, Laura's going to be back on with me. We're going to put a light, nice little bow on the season, talk about all the things that we learned, and maybe talk about uh, the, the common thing that's going around Canadian media right now. Should Shea Weber have been at the oh. Guy Lafleur Memorial game? Figured it wasn't the thing to talk about this one. We're having too much fun. But I want Wait, to thank you both. During for-
0: the draft, if you guys, if Laura and I play SM- NHL Smash Your Pass, is that yes. a way to pop time between draft picks?
1: Yes. 100%. We should do that.
0: No, 100%. I'm, I'm down. I will. If you want more comedians to come, I will bring you my weirdest comedian friends that I have. <laughs> well, to come and do my upsetting streams that I do.
1: I guess, should I throw out an announcement? We are planning, I don't know if I'm allowed to actually say this. I will be coy about it. SDPN is planning something in Montreal for the draft. So, it's possible that we will be able to do something very cool. And, yeah, I I don't know if I can say much more than that.
0: I am already dangerously close to coming to Montreal to visit a friend. So do it. No, do it. Make sure it's the draft. Do it for sure.
1: Let's do it. All right. Uh, Before we close things out, uh, Laura and then Alice, where can people find you?
0: Uh, If you're looking for me on Twitter, you can find me at the active stick, but listen to our podcast. It's locked on Canadians. Five days a week, even through the off season, we're going to be producing content with Scott Matla, who I think is still in the comments. Locked on Canadians, find us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Uh, And you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Alice underscore Moran. And at some point very soon, you'll be able to see me in my very first ever starring role in a feature film. And it's called Paige Darcy. And I'm going to play a drunk Nancy Drew who hates herself. (laughs)
1: Every time you describe it, I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard of. It's
0: I went on my first location scout for the movie today, and I'm not allowed to say also who I know is in the cast, and already I am pulling too many favors, and it is good. It's <laughs> really good.
1: I'm so happy. I'm so happy for you. And if you got to if you're in Canada. Go to CBC Gem and check out decoys where Alice plays oh. a giant nerd. And it's amazing. And it's such a Canadian the, you ever show.
0: See it, a, a project where the makeup team was like, let's make this woman look as busted as hell. <laughs> Holy hell. I look busted. <laughs> it's good.
1: It's such a good show. And it's so it's so it's such a quick watch, too. It's just like mini episodes. You will love it. It's wild. All right. Thanks so much. I don't
0: think I say any of the lines that were written. Honestly, I'm pretty <laughs> sure there were lines that were written in that show. They were like, let just do what you want. And I'm like, here's what I know about ducks. And I'm like, "What? <laughs> Why is this woman doing this? Eric.
1: Perfect. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We've got one more left this season. Coming to you on Friday. <laughs> we'll see you then.